I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Don't be shocked, but Apple has pulled the brakes on its EV and AV plans and decided to stick to just the basics for now. According to multiple reports, around 2,000 employees were involved in this quote-unquote secret project known as Project Titan. So now, the majority of the Apple Car team will be reassigned to the AI division, while others may face layoffs or be encouraged to explore different roles within the company. Now, it may be sad news for Apple fanboys, but if you ask me, overall, that's a wise decision considering the sluggish growth in EV sales. In January, for instance. Tesla even raised concerns about lower demand, higher interest rates and increased competition, basically expecting slower sales growth this year. At the same time, Ford and General Motors have also put their plans to expand electric vehicle manufacturing on hold. So I know I said don't be shocked, but it's still quite surprising, you know. I mean, Apple Car is like a decade-long project. Billions of dollars went into the idea of creating an autonomous electric car with a limo-like interior. This was supposed to be Apple's new it thing, and see, developing a self-driving car is in a walk in the park. Apple conducted over forty-five thousand miles of autonomous driving tests in California between December twenty twenty-two and November twenty twenty-three. It also made some acquisitions, such as the autonomous vehicle startup Drive AI. But one major roadblock it faced was the constant changing of leadership within the division, including. Hiring folks like Tesla's former autopilot software director Christopher C. J. Moore and the ex CEO of the troubled EV startup Kanum Ulrichrans. Besides, I guess one can't simply fight off the AI urge, which is clearly what the tech giant wants to focus on right now. And of course, its new mixed reality headsets. In fact, just earlier this month, during the quarterly earnings call, Tim Cook announced Apple's ongoing development of generative AI software features. Slated for release later this year. Now, as most Apple enthusiasts are aware, Tim Cook is usually tight-lipped about such details. However, it's expected that these updates will come with iOS 18 in September, along with the launch of the iPhone 16. So, for now, Apple will rely on hardware sales for its revenue, with the iPhone being its biggest money maker, bringing in about half of its total earnings. And as we had mentioned in a previous episode of the Signal Daily. Vision Pro is still too new in the market to start making money. Plus, the initial version of the device seems to be too bulky and uncomfortable, and also pricey, appealing mainly to a very small group of early adopters. But you know, even though Apple might not be directly venturing into the automotive industry, its influence will extend to most cars on the road. For instance, this year you can expect the launch of CarPlay 2.0, which promises not only infotainment controls but also some other interesting features. According to The Verge, this includes being able to manage the radio, adjust temperature settings, access video feeds from the car's cameras, check tire pressure, and even handle fuel payments. Can't blame Apple for ditching its EV plans, though. We're all living in an AI world. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday. From the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for 29th February 2024. Thanks to China being closed off, 
India is one of the biggest markets for social media companies by the sheer volume of internet users. But it seems that might not be enough to pull off a successful desi social media platform. Take Ko for example. Just four years into its blitzkrieg entry, the latest tea as per TechCrunch is that it may get acquired by its rival Daily Hunt. So what happened in the middle? Here's a quick recap. Launched in 2020 by Bengaluru-based entrepreneurs Apramya Radhakrishna and Mayank Bidavatka, this app positioned itself as a swadeshi alternative to Twitter. Now it was an initial hit for at least the Modi government because it fit right into their made in India atmanirbhar vision. And many ministers and government officials flocked to the app in defiance of Twitter around 2021 and 2022. Subsequently it also picked up in Nigeria and Brazil. is solid entry by all means cut to 2023 it started seeing a decline in its monthly active user base month after month because it couldn't spend too much on acquiring more users it was also struggling to raise funds and made little to no revenues from ads which is usually the cash cow for social media platforms okay now how about another example sharechat so this homegrown social media startup which boasts of google tamasek and tencent among its backers lost half its valuation last year its tiktok knockoff app moj which had hoped to capitalize on india's ban on tiktok and build its user base also saw a monthly user base decline similar to ku it made 450 crores in revenue in fy23 up by 62% but with a massive net loss worth more than 4000 crore rupees and you know interestingly that's been the general trend this space is littered with failed indian social media startups Think Hike Messenger that try to take on WhatsApp or other short video apps like Chingari, Mitro TV, Trell, Roposo, Bolo India or Josh. Where are they now? But also the question is why are made in India platforms not being able to create its own space among YouTube, Instagram, Meta and Twitter? We took this question to the Signal senior editor Soumya Gupta who also writes for the Impression which is a newsletter that focuses on the business of content. So far, Indian social media platforms have tried to differentiate themselves by focusing really hard on localizing content and features. But often what that what that has meant is that they've taken the features or the form and the UI of existing social media companies like say Instagram, YouTube or TikTok and just plugged in content and UI in Indian languages. Unfortunately, this is not a good enough pitch because nothing is preventing you and me the indian social media user from going on facebook or youtube or instagram and consuming and creating content in our language or talking to the people that we love in our language in fact because these are the earliest social media platforms in this country they have a much better much bigger reach among all ordinary indians they've already been offering content and features in our language this is something that isn't new to us Now in the case of TikTok for example there was an opportunity because the government banned it but it's still not enough to simply copy TikTok and plug it with local content creation you need many years of patient iteration um careful thinking through of how the indian user behaves and a lot of money to burn to be able to acquire a very large viable audience if you are a startup that's raising money like say sharechat or ku Uh, at some point your investors might run out of patience maybe they need results and social media may not immediately yield results 
anyway in the case of short video there are so many competitors in india and they still lost ground to instagram because they just couldn't compete with the kind of deep pockets that facebook had nor could they compete with the kind of enormous data insights on the indian user that facebook already had from years of running here so that's one of the biggest drawbacks of homegrown indian social media apps but the truth is it's a tough time for social media companies all over even the big ones stiff competition aside in the us tech companies are trying to fight off all sorts of lawsuits against them over allegations of fueling addiction and mental health issues content moderation etc in fact one such case that is being heard in the us supreme court right now could be a game changer if we try to get into all the details then it's going to be a topic for another podcast and perhaps we will cover it in a different episode but long story short it pertains to how individual state laws can impact the functioning of social media now if the us supreme court rules in favor of the states which is texas and florida in this case that passed laws restricting online content moderation such as hate speech or violence then you can imagine the overall impact that will have on social media as we know it but in the middle of all this you know which platform is doing fairly well in india other than meta take a wild guess it's just like a dating app except for jobs that's right linkedin in fy23 it made 1873 crore rupees in revenue up by more than 43% year on year while net profits soared by 52% to 175 crore rupees so what's working for it we'll go back to somya here who's also written about it in the latest edition of the impression ironically what has worked best for linkedin is that it didn't start its journey thinking of itself as a social media platform it was always meant to be a jobs board for recruiters and for high quality talent so even today the bulk of its revenue comes from linkedin premium subscriptions and a lot of these plans are centered around either job seekers or recruiters in big companies or sales persons who are looking for business leads over time what linkedin realized is that people really really care about the way they are perceived by their coworkers or by the larger professional circles of their industry or maybe the one that they aspire to be part of maybe if you're a student and you want to be in tech or in marketing so that led them to start building creator tools to offer not just a way to build peer to peer connections but to start creating content in text video newsletters uh, provide expert opinions so that you now have these uh, top linkedin voice badges next to you of course this has given a rise to a sea of cringe content and the term tech bro uh sorry the term linkedin bro rather uh, which is people who spend endless hours on linkedin giving endless gyan on how to build a business or how to be successful so yes a lot of linkedin content creation tends to be mocked but the truth is that it makes money so linkedin has cracked a niche and it has successfully pivoted from being just a careers a connection page or a jobs and recruitment page to being a platform where you can be a content creator specifically in the workplace now in my interviews for the story what i found is that indian users particularly are very very keen on climbing the professional ladder they spend a lot of time uh thinking about their next career move they spend a lot of time uh thinking about who they should contact to get a leg up in their career or to find a mentor of course everybody around the world does that but this is a very uh, specific white collar indian uh, worker behavior 
that isn't found as much in the US where people may make offline connections or meet people through even Twitter for that matter. So in India, LinkedIn has a very strong uh, user fit. That's why even today you'll see uh, on the subreddit LinkedIn lunatics where people make fun of uh, super cringe LinkedIn posts that a majority of that content is coming from Indian users. The bottom line is that creating a social media business from scratch is hard, very hard. The only recent success story is the Chinese short video app TikTok, founded more than a decade after Facebook. Perhaps building a rival at the same global scale isn't going to happen anytime soon. But if you've paid for LinkedIn and want one lesson to learn, it is this. Build for fewer but richer folks. There's money to be made there. And if you haven't subscribed to The Impression yet, you are missing out. I may be biased, but it's got really interesting insights from the world of content that you will love. The link to the newsletter is in our show description, so subscribe and do read the latest edition. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So share your feedback at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched, written and produced by me, Shorbury and Manaswini. Edited by Venkat Anand and Soumya Gupta. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.